as God intended. Let's go. Welcome to Looking for Healing Talk Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host, Nicola Burnett, holistic dietitian, functional medicine practitioner, and proprietor of Back to Balance Wellness Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. I thank you for joining me today at Looking for Healing Talk Radio. Looking for Healing is an exciting show where you can learn from experts in the practice of natural medicine. Combined, the four show hosts possess more than a 100 years of clinical experience as professional healers and includes myself, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Brian Artis, and Dr. Jana Schmidt. If you're into all things natural when it comes to health and healing, then stick with us. This is the show for you. I am super grateful for having the opportunity to share and educate and expand the minds of others on the topic of natural healing, which is a topic that has seemingly gotten lost as the primary way of healing. I invite you to share the links and to tell all your like-minded friends and family that they can find us live every week on America Out Loud Talk Radio at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and via recorded podcasts at americaoutloud.com, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora Networks, and via America Out Loud phone apps, downloaded from Apple, Android, and Alexa. And I'd like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of the show, Global Healing. Global Healing is a family-owned company that has been around since 1988. Their products are developed using cutting-edge manufacturing processes and the best ingredients nature has to offer. They work with small organic farmers and producers to offer pure, fresh ingredients. They use a cold-pressed extraction process using triple distilled water, preserving and encapsulating the pure essence of the plants. They use a proprietary cold filtering process that filters the liquid product without generating heat, thereby preserving the delicate constituents of the herbs. And their liquid extractions are made more bioavailable, balanced, and stable with the addition of Ormus supercharged minerals. If you're interested in nutritional products that are pure, potent, and made with love, then Global Healing should be your company of choice. And Global Healing is offering a generous 15% off of your first purchase. As a thank you to our faithful listening audience of Looking for Healing Radio, just use the discount code of OUTLOUD when placing your order. That's O U T. L-O-U-D, out loud. Okay, so let's get into our discussion today. And I had a very interesting topic come in that I felt that I wanted to discuss. I feel I've wanted to talk about this for quite some time. So today seems to be the day for that topic. 
and the discussion is around what it's like to be a practitioner of holistic wellness and healthcare. What are the some of the considerations, challenges we face? What type of people do you typically find with the folks that make the decision to go this route and to get into the line of work like this? I also would like to share and discuss some of the aspects of the practitioner-client relationship and specifically what aspects of these relationships create a successful partnering when working with someone to achieve their health goals. You know, it's actually quite unimaginable what many of the best natural healers go through. That's sad, but true. We live in a world that wants to ridicule, snuff out, and completely ruin and destroy real holistic healthcare providers. And why is that? I think most people in our listening audience are hip as to what the answer to that question is. It's basically a medical cartel that runs our joke of a medical system. And by the way, that's not a comment that is directed personally to anybody who works in the system. Most of the people who go into the system truly, really have a desire in their hearts to help people, and many of them do. But that's not the people who run the system. So when I make a comment like it's a joke of a medical system, I'm really talking about the people behind the curtain who are really no longer behind the curtain anymore that are pulling the puppet strings. And it's all about money primarily, but it's also about something even above and beyond that. It's really about creating a scenario where we make people sick. Well, not we, (laughs) where they make people sick and keep them sick. Because that's the only way to keep dipping into their pockets and taking their money for paying for pharmaceutical drugs or paying for doctor visits or paying for tests or paying into the system through the scam they call insurance. So I'm not sure if many would remember, it's not too long ago, uh, it was back in uh, 2015, there was a series of, how shall I say, um, holistic practitioners died or gone missing under very peculiar circumstances. And one of the most famous and and the first person that seemed to kick off these strings of what I'm just going to point blank say, I'm very clear that these were murders, intentional murders that were planned and executed by our medical cartel, was the um, death of Dr. Bradstreet. He was a famous MD in Southern California. And he became rather famous or well-known because he was kind of one of the first noted autism doctors and researchers. And on June 19th in 2015, he was found in a river with a gunshot wound to his chest. And that was one of the first 
deaths, that bizarre deaths that occurred in a long line of about 50 or 60 holistic health care providers that also turned up dead within a very short amount of time back in 2015. So on June 21st, there were two particular uh, chiropractors that also mysteriously turned up dead, one with a PhD in nutrition. In June 29th in 2015, there was a well-known physician. Her name was Teresa Seavers. She was known affectionately as the Mother Teresa of Southern Florida. And even the authorities in her case agree that she was targeted. June 29th of 2015, there was a pulmonologist who was known for his successful treatments with, in particular, lung cancer, and he vanished without a trace. June 10th, there was a DO, doctor of osteopathic medicine. Her name was Lisa Riley, and she was found with a gunshot wound to the head. There was a holistic MD by the name of Nicholas Gonzalez. He supposedly died of a heart attack. However, the autopsy reports don't report what was what was uh, stated. And in several interviews before his death, he personally stated that Big Pharma wanted him to get hit by a bus or that he might die suddenly. There was another practitioner. This is in July 21st of 2015. He was a biological dentist. I believe his name was Dr. Abdel Karim. He was known to be very outspoken about holistic healthcare relative to dentistry and he was found dead alongside a road. September 16th, a best-selling author and holistic medical doctor, Mitch Gaynor, he also had a death that was surrounded by very uh, curious circumstances. And in September 7th, there was 29 holistic German Docs. They were all homeopaths or naturopathic doctors, and they were found poisoned by an overdose of a hallucinogenic drug. Now, from what I understand, they all survived, thank goodness, but what a bizarre circumstance to have all 29 of them almost reaching death all found being poisoned by this same hallucinogenic drug. And I personally know quite a few healthcare practitioners that have been targeted in in my lifetime and that were close to me, um, and they were taken down. And there's many, many ways that that they these people are taken down. It's not always by death or a apparent suicide or disappearing. A 
a lot of my friends in the industry were taken down through harassment uh, and constant harassment, ruining their reputations, also through auditing. You know, the IRS would come after them. They would do these ridiculous audits and they would claim to find areas where they didn't pay uh, what they were supposed to pay going back and looking at taxes from, you know, seven years ago. And then they would stick them with a bill that was just ridiculous. And that was thousands of dollars, which would easily put them out of business if they even attempted to try to uh, pay the ridiculous amount of money. And also, I had a very dear uh, practitioner friend who one day just went into work. This particular person used to sell lots of herbal uh, remedies, plant remedies. And one day, this individual had the experience of the credit card companies that just stopped paying out for the products and the profits that this particular person uh, had made through their online business. And this person, within a matter of weeks, had to go completely out of business because they all of a sudden in one day had no income. So these things are real, and this is real, and this is a real thing, and this happens. So it's one of the first things that I wanted to talk about on this particular podcast because, or live show, in case you're watching live, or listening, I should say, because this is something that all of us that go into this practice of holistic healthcare, you know, we think about and we need to think about. And it's the courageous and the brave that just have this passion and this inspiration in their hearts that says, yeah, I'm going to go forward. I'm going to do this. This is information the world needs to know. This is information that needs to get out there in order for people to survive, to thrive, to recover from certain things with their health, this information really needs to get out there and it needs to be shared and it needs to be dispersed. And the second aspect I'm going to bring up is show me a holistic healthcare practitioner who has not experienced some pretty horrendous significant illness to the point of near death or severe incapacitation. And we have brought ourselves back simply because we refuse to believe that we cannot heal ourselves. I can absolutely attest to this. My gosh, I've got, I don't know, maybe I've racked up maybe five or six healing crises in my lifetime that literally nearly took me out. And so I bring that to the table. People don't know this about me. This is not something that I really discuss. It's pretty private. It's pretty personal. But I'll tell you, 
something like that, an experience like this or like those experiences that I've that I've had really shows up when I'm sitting in a room having a discussion with a client. I'll just say it this way. The people who get into this field are not into this field because they got a piece of paper with a degree. They're not in this field because they read something in a book or memorized something. The majority of the knowledge of the healers, the knowledge that they possess comes from dealing with thousands of clients that have health crises and complicated health issues in addition to the healing of themselves from very serious health crises that they have experienced personally. And I really, in my 32 years of experience, I really don't know of any healers, whether they become DOs or naturopaths um, or dietitians, I really don't know of any really good quality healers that have not experienced these two things. Again, having coached or supported or um, nurtured or given advice that is pulled many people through. And we're talking hundreds, maybe in some cases, even thousands of people that they've worked with. And again, just dealing with their own healing crises. And the third thing that I'd like to mention is that good healers have really big hearts. And oftentimes, they care more about your healing than the client themselves even care about their own healing. And, you know, I can speak from experience that I've had to learn very quickly that you cannot donate your life force to somebody else's healing. If you do that, which I did for a short period of time, it was a hard lesson to learn. You pay a very heavy price because what you're really donating is your life force energy in place of where they should be donating their life force energy. And talk to any really good healer. They'll they'll talk about this topic. And I had to learn to pull back my energy. And I really had to learn to set some hard boundaries so that I wouldn't get sick from donating so much of my own life force. And again, talk to any good healer and they will make a similar comment or share similar information on their healing journey of becoming a really wonderful, magical, effective, holistic healer. All right. Well, we're going to run to a quick break. We'll be back and I will pick up discussing this topic. So sit tight and we'll be right back. buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. 
Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. This is Nicola Burnett coming back from our short break on Looking for Healing Radio. And real quick, I just want to mention that if you're not able to catch any of our shows live, just know that all of our shows go to podcast typically a day or two after the live broadcast is complete. You can listen to any of the podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, or America Out Loud, and many more. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe and rate the show for us. Okay, so let's get back into our topic. We're returning back to the topic of things to consider when working with holistic practitioners. And unfortunately, in this day and age, natural healers must take into consideration that the work we can do can put a target on us simply by the nature of what it is that we do. Sad but true. And as I mentioned before, there were many other healers that were targeted in 2015. Somewhere between, I think it was 50 or 60, I just mentioned a few. And this issue has only heightened in many ways over the past three to four years with so many of the outspoken holistic health practitioners that have been calling out the big pharma cartel. And that includes uh, my looking for healing homies or comrades, <laughs> as well as myself. And regarding the toxic clot shots that were introduced or referred to as a vaccine, think about the genocidal consequences, which we're already experiencing but think about how much more we would probably be experiencing you, your friends, your family, if we chose not to speak out. Just something to think about and consider. You know, at the end of the day, in order for the human race to not only survive, but thrive, the truth regarding the medical cartel has got to get out there. Period. End of story. So we are, we as in holistic practitioners are in that line of fire and we're the first ones usually to present to you the truth about what's really going on. Okay, switching gears and moving into the topic, which is still related 
but the topic of the holistic health practitioner and uh, clients, that partnership and working together. I have always been very fascinated and interested in the dynamics of the engagement with my clientele. I find this to be a fascinating topic because many different client experiences I have encountered. When I was young, we're going back to maybe college in my 20s. So really before I became a practitioner, I used to always feel or have the impression that the encounter between myself and whatever practitioner that I was working with was more so about the practitioner in the sense that the practitioner was the most important person in the exchange. Well, that's changed a lot. Over the years of practicing, I have come to understand this client-practitioner relationship very differently. I now see it as an equal exchange of energy with both parties being really important. And the responsibility, I would say an accountability for the quality and dynamic of the relationship really falls equally on both parties. And if all parties involved see the process of exchange as a privilege and a benefit, which that's what it truly is, you know, it's it's a privilege to have a holistic healthcare service available. It, it really is, especially with what I spoke of in the first segment of this um, broadcast. And it also is a privilege to work with people and to be invited in to assist them with their process of healing and healthcare. You know, I personally think that healthcare is the most intimate exchange two humans can have. I mean, really think about it. Now, there's a lot of people who have said to me just over the years in my practice, hey, I'd have no problem taking off my clothes and, you know, having a one night stand with somebody that I didn't even know. But man, when you scan me, which is a process that we do at our center, and you can see everything that's going on, and you can see inside the body and the biochemistry, and you can tell me if I'm making good food food choices or not, because you can see that in my biochemistry, there's, there's some real intimacy and there's some real vulnerability that goes on in those exchanges and in those discussions. And I get it. I, I, I really get it. So the vulnerability and the intimacy of this client practitioner process is something that's always been really fascinating to me and fascinating to other practitioners as well. I have found that the dynamic between client and practitioner to be very effective if all parties, going back to what I said earlier, see this process um, or the exchange as a, as a privilege and a benefit to both parties. And what do I mean by effective? I mean that the client is able to achieve the health goals that they desired. It's an intimate process, definitely, between the practitioner and the client. 
and it's pleasurable. And that doesn't always mean that the process of healing itself is going to be pleasurable or easy. It's just that the relationship, you know, if you feel that you can pick up the phone and uh, have some way, you know, to contact your practitioner, if you're maybe doing a detox process and you're running into some really turbulent, tough experiences and you really need that support and they're available, there's there's an intimacy and there's, you know, it's pleasurable because you feel seen as a client, you feel heard, you feel honored, you feel cared for, you feel supported. And that piece of it is what I'm talking about when I say it's pleasurable. And I found that if the relationship is not viewed in this way, really as with any type of relationship, the quality and dynamic of the partnership is compromised. And it is a partnership. It really is a 50-50 partnership. And once it gets compromised, and that typically ends up, what do I mean by compromise? In the client not receiving the healing they were seeking. And that's just really a shame if that happens because the two parties are not uh, working well together. And it may just be that they're not a good fit, but that those types of things typically show up and become obvious early on, I would say in the relationship. I mean, I can usually figure that out within 15 minutes of a first visit with a client or a potential client. And I'm bringing this topic up because it is a very common discussion behind the scenes amongst natural healthcare providers. So if you're going to work with a natural holistic practitioner, here are some of the things to consider. Uh, Consider these tips and pointers when moving away from Western medicine type of system and moving into working with a holistic healthcare provider. And I would say the first thing that is so important to understand when you're making this transition is be willing to develop yourself personally. You know, when a lot of people, I would say most times when clients come to me, and and a lot of these things that I'm talking about, these are, I've had so many discussions is such a common thing to this whole topic that I'm discussing in this, in this uh, talk radio is really a common discussion among all, you know, all holistic practitioners. It's just behind the scenes, there can be a lot of challenges that we run into with clients. And I think a lot of the times it happens is because they don't Uh, they as in clients don't really understand a lot of this information that I'm sharing. So when clients first come to see us, typically they are highly focused primarily on the physical. You know, they've got eczema, they've got, um, uh, maybe they've got some kind of thyroid issue or they think they've got hormone problems or, you know, their hair is falling out or whatever it might be. So typically what brings the client to us is is more of a physical nature. And so for many, the emotional and spiritual piece really is not something that's even a consideration. It's not something that is on the forefront of of the client's mind. Most of the time it's physical, physical, physical. 
presentations, physical presentations. And I have to say, and I don't mean to be unkind or exclude our lovely men, but most of the time, this is true, especially for the men. And I have to say, if you're not willing to look at just as much as the physical, to look at the emotional, spiritual piece and what's going on there and what that piece, or or I should say how that piece is really affecting your health, I can really promise you there is a 90% or greater chance you will not be successful in what it is that you are trying to accomplish with your health goals. So this is a really important thing to consider. And, you know, when you're working with somebody, man or woman, a client, these spiritual and emotional pieces, especially with a holistic healthcare practitioner, I promise you they come up. They they absolutely do. That becomes uh, a, a big part of the process. And especially when your holistic healthcare practitioner is taking you into the process of detox. Detox can bring up buried feelings and emotions. And if you're not willing to look at and process through those things, then um, don't expect the results you're looking for. I mean, this is how prominent this topic is of, of, we'll call it our baggage (laughs) that we all, all carry traumas, stuffed emotions, you know, things that are just really challenging that we don't want to look at. So there's this common experience where clients have maybe unresolved traumas, repressed emotions, and they surface during a detox process and the client gets triggered. And it's not so uncommon that they project very quickly onto the practitioner. So they can blame these challenging emotions associated. And it's really about the states of denial that they're hitting or bumping up against onto the practitioner. And, you know, they might say something, gosh, what have I heard over the past couple of years? Um, You know, they get really, maybe a lot of anger comes up or maybe they're very uncomfortable in their body because they're having uh, maybe a flare up of their psoriasis or eczema and it's getting really bad or they've got some really bad rash on their face and they don't want to go out in public and it's you know it's it's red and it's unsightly and it's very uncomfortable and and there there's sometimes can be a little bit of suffering that goes on with detox and, you know, we'll hear a, a, some kind of a comment like, well, you, you know, your program isn't working or I feel worse now than when I started, or this is just too much work. Now, things, things of that nature can come up during these processes of people going through their process of healing. And it's, uh, I'll say it this way you're not going to heal. I don't care who you are, what you have going on. You're not going to heal without doing some detox. It's just not feasible, plausible, or even possible. 
as I am always saying, and as as well, um, my healing homies are always saying on the group podcast when we're answering, uh, doing rapid fire and answering questions, what do you hear us say constantly, constantly, constantly? Detox, detox, detox. Oh, you know, the best thing for that is detox. Well, you're going to need to do some detox. And uh, Dr. Ely is always chiming in with, my head goes straight to liver. We need to do some detox and clear that liver out. And he's right. And we're all right with our comments about the need to detox. And so just keep in mind that detox does not just include things like uh, maybe formaldehyde or uh, stress hormones um, or or paint or smoke. These are these are common things or pesticides or EMFs. Yes, there are those things, but there are also such things as toxic emotions. And one of my favorite books that I have used for decades working with clients, and uh, Dr. Ely just brought this book up. He went to a um, healing cancer naturally um, program and uh, he learned about the book, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. And that is a great reference guide. And I carry that with me everywhere I go. Every client I see, I always have it on me because I'm always referring to that when they're talking about their process with healing and they'll bring up, you know, their issues. Maybe it's a a man and he's talking about, oh, I don't know. He's talking about, uh, he's having issues with his prostate. He just went and had some blood work done from his physician. And he was told that he is having issues with his prostate and I will pull that book out and I will read all of the emotional issues that are associated with, in, in my example, uh, associated with the prostate. And they'll just kind of sit and look at me and they'll say, wow, gosh, yeah, that actually sounds just like me. And that's a really great intro with clients that I use to broach that topic for them to start to understand that we also need to look at the traumas and and the feelings. All right. Well, it's that time again. We're going to take a short break. And when we return, we will continue discussing this topic of natural holistic practitioners and some things to consider and to know about your practitioners when you are working with us. All right. So sit tight. We'll be right back. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It works. 
Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. This is Nicola Burnett coming back from our short break. Looking for Healing Radio is on five days a week, Monday through Friday. You can catch myself and all of my healing homies, Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Jana Schmidt, and Dr. H. During the week, we've all got our day with our podcast, Monday through Thursday, and on Fridays, you get the whole gang of us. So between my co-hosts and I, you can find a new show every day of the week. If while you're listening, a question pops into your mind, please feel free to submit your question by going to the nav bar on the Looking for Healing page. We would love to hear from you, and all questions and comments are welcome. So let's get back to the topic I am discussing today, which is some tips and pointers, some things to know if you are jumping ship and leaving Western medicine uh, and going to venture into the world of working with a natural holistic practitioner. There are some things to think about. There are some things to consider. So the first thing that we spoke about is be willing to develop yourself personally. And now I'd like to get into the second aspect, which is you need to take responsibility for your health if you truly want to heal. So if you're used to Western medicine, then you move over and start working with a holistic practitioner, you need to realize that that conditioning and programming about having a quick fix or taking a pill, that is not going to be found in this world of working with a natural holistic practitioner. It never does work. You have to really get over that or become aware or process through that, uh, let's see, conditioning and programming. I keep coming back to that because that's really what it is, that it's not a quick fix and you can't just take a pill and something is handled for you or, or taken care of for you. It doesn't work like that and it'll never work like that. It's going to require work. There will there will be work that you need to do in order to get the result. 
And don't blame your practitioner because you are unwell. Your practitioner did not make you unwell. One of the things that you have to consider is that most of the time, from my perspective, I would say most folks start to become a little bit more concerned or really have an awareness about their health when their health starts to disappear. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. When you're in your 20s, I always used to say, you know, I was young and dumb right in my 20s because yes I was young and dumb in the sense not anything disrespectful just you know I thought I knew it all just just like most other 20 year olds and you can't tell me and and I know and when a 20 year old is feeling really wonderful and they don't have any health issues and they look at older folks maybe in their 30s 40s 50s who are complaining of health issues and saying, well, you know, someday you'll be here and you'll be dealing with this. And then the 20 year old comes back with, no, not me. No, I won't. It's going to be different for me because they just think they know. (laughs) And that's just part of the beauty of being 20. But when you consider the fact that maybe you're in your fifties or sixties or forties, whatever's been done up to that point and I, when I say been done, some things we do that we know we shouldn't do. Maybe we know that we shouldn't go out and drink heavily every Friday and Saturday night for four years while we're in college. Maybe we don't know that. Maybe we don't think that there's going to be a consequence to that. Uh, maybe we know that eating fast food every day, seven days a week for 10 years is not the best thing to do. So some of the things that we do, we know we shouldn't do them. Some of the things that we do, we're unaware that there's consequences for them. And sometimes we just don't have the right knowledge or education about things. So whatever it is, not to blame anybody, whatever has been done to the body, it takes time to undo. And I will, and when I'm taking, when I'm talking about taking time to undo, I'm talking about taking the time to heal the body permanently. Um, As I've said before on many of my shows, I have zero interest in fixing something just a little bit or marginally, or just, I shouldn't say fixing, improving something. You know, if a client walks in and they say they have uh, back pain, uh, and that their back pain is at a 10, I do not consider myself a good, uh, proper, effective practitioner if I take that pain from a 10 to an eight, uh, or in my world, even a 10 to a two. I am always looking for the root cause to fix the issue permanently and to educate the client in that process of the corrective work, what caused it in the first place so they can be educated so they won't recreate it again for themselves. That is what healing is to me and for me. And that is the only thing that I'm interested in working towards when I'm working with a client. So on that note, 
coming back to that, I'll, I'll give an example. We do a process called the advanced cleanse. I've spoken about it in, in great depth and detail on some other uh, shows. And I have mentioned in those shows that the advanced cleanse is the process we use to clear out and clean out the human colon. Now, it's not one advanced cleanse, it's many advanced cleanses that clears out the colon. And what I'll share with clients is that one advanced cleanse, which is a 10-day process, clears out 10 years of history. So if you do the math, if you're 40 or 50, then right away, it's, it's, a, it's a basic estimate that it will take, if you're 40, it will take four advanced cleanses to clear out the colon. Now, if you've really not lived well, smoked cigarettes, drank three pots of coffee, you know, didn't get a lot of sleep over the over the decades of your life, those types of things, well, it could be higher than that. Could be six, it could be eight. Or it could go in the other reverse situation as well. If you spent energy and time into taking care of yourself as best as you knew how, and that was your priority, then instead of four, perhaps you are able to clean your colon out in three. Anyways, the point is, is that you can't live in a body for 40, 50, 60 years, and then expect one year is going to uh, correct all the imbalances in the body. If you speak to any holistic healthcare practitioner who does the type of work that that we do, when I say we, I'm referring to my healing homies on looking for healing, we all agree and know that it takes a pretty much a solid year uh, to restore and recover nutritional deficiencies that have been there for decades, just to give you a little bit of an example. So you have to take responsibility in the sense that you need to be realistic about what it takes and what's required to correct health issues, but to correct them permanently. And part of being responsible is to set yourself up for success. And what that means is to take the time to know what you're agreeing to when you're working with a chosen practitioner. You know, ask questions, find out about what the costs are, uh, find out if you're going to be on supplements and what you're expected to take and what the costs of those are. Um, if there's any expiration dates or deadlines, like, like what we have in our program, if you buy a module, there is an expiration date or deadline. And so you need to use all those visits within that module and know that you need to pace yourself accordingly so that you're able to take advantage of all of those services. And also things like booking return appointments or booking a follow-up, you want to be clear on when you should be doing that. You know, is it in three months? Is it in six months? Is it in two weeks? And then put that on your calendar and get that rescheduling or booking or follow-up done. And also to be clear on how a practitioner is going to be available and what support looks like from him or her, your practitioner. You know, there gets to be a point where we have so many clients that are coming to us that it's not realistic to expect that you can just call the office and just, you know, well, can I just get her on the phone for a minute? 
no, <laughs> that's that's not feasible. Um, I don't know how it is with other practitioners, but boy, do I have every minute of Monday through Friday scheduled, planned, and set aside. And that's those things are set up way in advance. I've got certain meetings I have to attend. I have blocks of time where it's dedicated only to seeing clients. I have blocks of times where I have to review uh, the the scan results, the the uh, reports that get generated, the microscopy reports, whatever it might be, thermography, and I need to have undisturbed quiet time so that I can review all those so that when I'm sitting in session with the client that I am fully present and available and, and knowledgeable and we can have a intelligent discussion about what's going on with your health and your body. Okay, next one I would like to bring up, next tip and pointer. Oh, please do not haggle with the price. <laughs> You're not at a swap meet or a garage sale. <laughs> I mean that very kindly, but I also mean that in a way that's very firm. Just like any other business that somebody might be in, we have to set a budget. We've got a staff, we've got salaries, we've got office supplies, we've got you know, technology purchases, new computers, whatever it might be, booking systems. We've got rent for the office that we're inhabiting. So from a practitioner standpoint, I'll just mention that it's very disrespectful to ask your practitioner to haggle with price. So this comes back again to taking responsibility and knowing what the costs are before you get involved. And then it's up to you to budget for yourself and to make a decision that this is worth it. I'm going to set aside the money or save the money or whatever it is that you might do. It's not up to your practitioner to make your budget work by them discounting your, your product or service. And I, I got to tell you, I've been shocked at how many people have come into my office and tried to haggle, like again, like they're at a swap meet. It's just not a show of respect. And I've never done that to a practitioner. Um, as a matter of fact, sometimes I've had times when practitioners have offered to, oh, we'll just let this one go. It's, it's, you know, it's under the table, it's for free. And you know, very rarely do I accept that. I'll say, okay, well, if you want to do it that way, then I would like to go ahead and leave a tip for today's service. I think it's really important to um, show respect and appreciation and honor for the work that that person is doing. Because after all, you wouldn't bother even going to see this practitioner if you didn't feel they were valuable and they didn't help you. So, um, and something else to think about is that natural medicine practitioners are typically not compensated for the majority of services we provide through insurance companies. So we have to hold the brunt of the cost of the business. So it's a very different dynamic for us. And that's why most of us, when you go to a holistic practitioner, we are always private pay. Okay, next item that I think is important, tip and pointer, respect the boundaries set up by your practitioner. 
and especially boundaries with time and office hours. This is a big one. You know, it's been an interesting dynamic working with clients because again, my favorite thing about working with clients is the intimacy that is created when working together. When you have a caring holistic practitioner who really, really cares about your healing, Sometimes this can lead to a murky space, oftentimes where clients feel that you have become more of a friend. And yes, we are a friend. We are not, that is not your imagination. That is not something you're making up. The intimacy really pulls us into these really deep, intimate bonds. They do, at least they do for me. And I certainly know that's the case with, um, all of my homies on looking for healing. We are a friend, but you also have to remember we have to eat, we have to buy gas, we have to pay mortgages. And so collecting a fee for service is not a crime we are committing, (laughs) nor does it mean that we are not fully committed to your process of healing or that we don't care about you on a deep, intimate level. So it can be a tricky line to walk at times with clients. And that's something that I think is an important aspect to keep in mind. Um, So when we turn around and, you know, there's a bill to pay after we've just spent an hour or two hours with you, um, it's, you know, it's, it's just practical. It's just something that has to be. Okay. Well, gosh, the time always goes by way too fast. <laughs> so the time is up for um, this this particular episode. Um, I hope you have enjoyed this content, appreciated the content, and got something out of it. And I thank you very much for spending the hour with me. I, I do hope that you're feeling inspired, educated, and hopeful that no matter what you may be dealing with from a health perspective, there's always a natural solution that may completely remedy or significantly improve the health issue that you may be having. That's the message I'm hoping to convey through these discussions of natural healing. And if you'd like to learn more, I invite our listening audience to visit our website at backtobalance.com lv.com to find out more about what we do at the center here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And until then, blessings and abundance with your health and your life. This is Nicola Burnett signing off from Looking for Healing Radio.